sometimes we're looking for the more, but we just don't know what the more is. And then we come to play with me. Three words that mean play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with, intimacy, connection, relationships. And finally me, it starts with self and that is something that Play With Me stands for. Play With Me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things. One complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch. Views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. Posts, pages, and recordings within intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions, and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised.
time for Lola's Lessons. Good evening, Lost Worlds, and welcome to Lesson 8 in Semester 2 of Lola's Lessons. I'd like to start off by mentioning the endorsement site. Lola's favourite friends at the Council of Fantasy. Everybody knows Lola loves a good fantasy, yes. I mean, <coughs> pardon my cough, but not the kind of fantasy that Dr. M likes. I mean, she likes werewolves and shit. Lola doesn't like those fantasies, right? She likes the more seductive and educational kind, the kind that you find on the COF. The COF is an acronym for the Council of Fantasy. We are a lifestyle-orientated community, and we cater for everything from BDSM to light kings to heavy kings and everything in between. Yes, vanillas, even you guys can come and join us, right? Come and explore, come and learn, and come and find out what exactly your kink is. We host events in all spectrums from BDSM to lifestyle. We even host like little coffee get-togethers at your local coffee shop. And um, something's wrong with my um, mic. I don't know what's going on here, but we're in a new studio this evening, Lost Falls. So bear with us. Let me just move my fan. So I'd rather melt than sound bad on air. Anyway, um, as I was saying, the Council of Fantasy is a lifestyle-orientated community. We're all-inclusive, and the only thing we shame is the shaming itself, right? You guys can find us at www.councilofantasy.co.za. Look, guys, if you're not part of the community yet, where the hell have you been? Honestly, come on, come join us, come make some friends, come learn, come explore, come share your knowledge, and come enrich your intimate relationships. So the council also, I mean, we're wonderful people, right? We're a wonderful community that also gives back during the festive season. The CIF is giving back for the good and sexy raffle. Here's what's up for grabs in this raffle. And the hamper consists of case of um, a gift from Casey Kink. It's an SG Spot Click Masturbator Massage Sex Toy. Goodness gracious, what a fucking mouthful. Um, also, from Lola's Lessons, come and feature on Season 3. Yes, there's going to be a Season 3 because who wants to stop learning about sex? Chilling on me. Also, I just love talking about it, right? Um, from Kinky Candle, the sensual wax play candles. And then from, where was I now? My eye jumped. Two sponsored tickets from Lila's favorite friend and the co-founder of the COF to a rope workshop from Kinky Bunny. Then the, from the Pink Cookie Saurus, a voucher for some freshly baked cookies. Lila loves cookies and everybody loves having cookies and milk during the festive season. Um, a bunny or kitten mask of your choice, and that is from, uh, I think it's the Rose Emporium, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I know the lady that actually makes them, and listen, that shit is fucking bedazzled. That's definitely a Lola kind of mask, right? Um, a beautiful package of two lengths of rope and a bullet vibrator from Lola's favorite crush, the gorgeous Miss. Carmen Ellie from Play With Me in Four Ways. Also, my second guest on Lola's Lesson Season 2. And then also a precision genital flogger. I mean, fuck, you're not going to flog my genitals. But okay, for some people that have that kink, there's an option for you guys to win this in the hamper as well. 
So, so far the total hamper value is 7,000 Rand and upwards. All proceeds of, um, you know, that is gathered and, <coughs> sorry about that, that is, um, like, and food, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All proceeds will be going, going to um, our friends at Aura. It will be donated to FRA Friends of Rescue Animals South Africa. How do you guys enter Lustfuls? You enter by um, paying for your ticket with your cell phone number and you guys can actually just use the following number that I'm going to give to you guys. Now, where is the... Kingy Bonnie, you didn't give me a cell phone number. How the hell must these people buy you? Anyway, the, the, the tickets cost 100 Rand. I'm sure Kinky Bunny is going to be posting the number on the app shortly. And then for those of you guys that are listening and downloading and re-listening after the airing, um, I'll just add the number in afterwards. I'll just do a recording and add it in afterwards. Hold on, she sent me something here. No, there's no cell phone number here. Kinky Bunny, I need a cell phone number, honey. Anyway, moving on swiftly. This evening, guys, I mean, it's the last episode. Oh, that mm. makes me kind of sad because we all know Lola lives for this shit, yes? I mean, I love talking. I run my mouth daily. So this is like a perfect gig for me, right? Yeah, so, we know. Oh, gosh, I mean, I, I, hi, you still there? Hi, Holly. <laughs> Hello, darling. <laughs> Hello, what's your hot wife? How are you doing, co-host? I'm absolutely fabulous. I'm also sad that tonight's the last episode of the season, but you know what? We're back next year. What the fuck am I going to do with my Friday nights now? I mean, this should get me out of trouble. Let me be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we moved it to Friday night, so you could still be naughty on a Saturday. No, Saturdays. Listen, you know, I don't stop working the whole damn weekend. We know this. You know this. I know, I know. Mm. Yeah, but it's okay. Now I can ha I can get my sexy on. Finally, I can get my sexy on for the yeah, next couple. Yeah, Can I just ask, like, guests, what the hell is going on? Domestic dispute. Can, your phone doesn't work. Oh, oh, goodness. We've got a technical <laughs> difficulty inside the studio this evening. Um, uh, so, I, I'm so happy it's not me this week. Last oh. week was my problem. This week is not me. Guys, you deal with your nonsense. <laughs> Technical director, can you bring us some new earphones, please? Because we need earphones in the studio. Lola's got a new fully functional fucking studio at home, guys. This is amazing. Not fully uh, functional, clearly. It is fully functional. It's not my fault. Not my guest earphones don't work. Yes, I mean, also, they're just closing up to, to one another. I mean, they're literally sitting on top of each other. So I've got a great yeah. view this evening guys goodness gracious but that's not the only guest we've got on air this evening we've also got somebody of great stature and like great influence and also somebody that has been um in silence a part of Lola's lessons and Lola's life as well because I mean he just charts as Holly the hot wife all over the show right it is Mr. Valencia Mr. Valencia, I mean, Holly, tonight's not about you and me. Also, you kind of told me Mr. Valencia doesn't like being interrupted. So let's just make True sure we're not interrupting. Right, because he's, we got have some, to <laughs> he's got some valuable information to get from him. <laughs> Mr. Valencia, I'm going to start with you. Thank you so much for joining us on Lola's Lessons. The finale, I mean, the last episode in season two. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Um, I didn't know that I was so anti being 
uh, interrupted. I, I think I'll probably welcome it tonight because I, I'm, I'm known for for rambling off topic and being unnecessary flippant. And um, I've even been reined in by your your social manager for for being uh, facetious on occasion in, in in my text messages on this message. But it's great to be here. I you know I I've I've, I've been wrapped with the. Uh, wrapped by the by the shows, and I think the break will be well deserved. And don't don't forget we have Christmas in between. And and like you, yes, it's been a welcome. Um, ha- having listened to to all of them, it's been a welcome sort of change to to put on uh, bunny slippers and have a cup of Horlicks instead of a party costume and and drink tequila every Friday night. So it's kept it out kept us out of the pubs and clubs and um, at home for the most part. So it's, I don't know where you were, but I was still drinking tequila. <laughs> Yeah, but you're the hot wife. I'm the stag, remember? <laughs> Trust me, Miss Holly, the hot wife. We can hear. Every time we come back from break, it's giggles all around for Holly, the hot wife. But I'm like, my baby, you just tipped that tequila bottle a little bit too much during break time, didn't you? I'm actually well behaved today. I'm drinking my way. Yeah, because it's your husband's damn episode, ain't it? Exactly, we're celebrating. <laughs> I wish we were together because then we could go out and party and celebrate a successful season together like it should be. That's next week, love. That's next week. Honey, and I'm we're not, not on air. I'm not on next week. Where are you next week? Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. We've got guests in the studio that I need to introduce. Let's get to them. Okay, go to it. And gosh, aren't they gorgeous? I mean, they're Lola's favourite couple from season one. They're back again because, gosh, they've got the hottest voices. They also do my DNR, by the way. If you guys haven't noticed, let's hear those voices. I mean, Debbie, welcome back. Thank you, Lola. Baby, you're gorgeous. Did you know? Looking at you is like looking into a vision. Oh, I saw her. What did I want to say? Okay, let's not play to Debbie on air. <laughs> you have to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're walking home, isn't it? We get Marco. Somebody else is walking the Apparently, Debbie is designated driver this evening. Ain't she, Mr. Well. James? Mr. James, bye. Yes. Good evening. What? Oh, okay, hold on. What's going on here now? Um. Okay, we've got technical difficulties again. Okay, never mind. That's sorted out. Okay, perfect. Making clear, everyone. Mr. James Spade, welcome back to you too. Hi. Good, good to be back. How are you doing this evening? Always fantastic. Thank you very much. Yourself? I mean, You're looking lovely this evening. Thank you very much. Yes, I dressed yes. up for you guys. Thank Aww. you. This is me and my tackies, guys. I'm, You're so I'm very comfortable. comfortable. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm normally always in heels, but this evening is like a chill evening. And listen, congratulations mm-hmm. on your new studio. We are so happy for you. I'm happy you guys are it's virgin tonight. <laughs> yes, we are. Apparently, I can't have sex on the on the uh, countertops because they won't hold. There's so that's to find not... Out. I'm not leaving a shred here alone in my studio. That's a bad We'll leave you and your husband. <laughs> so this what husband are you talking about? She wishes she had a husband. This mm-hmm. Okay, before we get into Lila's private life, let's not discuss that on air. But we can, however, go to Holly, the hot wife's husband, Mr. Valencia, because this evening's show is very much focused around his lifestyle and what he chooses to do on a daily basis. Mr. Valencia, 
This evening's episode is called The Selfless Stag. What do you have to tell us about a stag? Or do you define yourself as a stag? Would you explain yourself as a stag? And what is a stag? Um, yes, I certainly do. Um, I would not call it uh, my lifestyle or what I choose to do, and certainly not not the least bit on a on, on a daily basis. Because to be a a stag, you need a a hot wife. So a a stag, and more specifically a a pure stag, is is somewhere along the spectrum, or it's it's a it's a subset of. Um, consensual non-monogamy, of which there are many, many types. And it's basically about living for the pleasure of your your partner, in, in my case, my wife, and more specifically her, her sexual enjoyment. And it's getting enjoyment out of her enjoyment um, by her being sexually active by with other men and, to a lesser degree, women so it's it's not it's not exactly um mainstream in terms of uh, south african lifestyle activity um I, I guess it is also a a subset of of swinging um hot wives and stags do consider themselves as as swingers as well and you know there's an entire spectrum of you know different types of of, of swingers from well, let's, let's not get into that detail right now because we're going we're to remain focused. Uh, but it's 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 in there as a kind of subset of both swinging and also consensual non-monogamy, but specifically focused on um, the the male partner getting enjoyment out of the uh, the female partner having sex with with multiple partners, be they men or women, and um, to to some extent just basically getting off on that. And that's not necessarily mainstream so it's 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 really fun to to talk about it because it, it breaks down stigmas and it educates and this series ultimately is about sex education so it's it's a lot of fun to be invited and i thank you for the opportunity no we thank you for joining us and being willing to share your story and share how you live your life i mean i think there's a lot of questions and i think a lot of people have a misconception when it comes to the lifestyle and what a stag or a hot wife for that matter would be i mean um mr jones would you consider yourself a stag no because you guys are swingers you're not necessarily we actually spoke about this earlier so the idea that a, a, a guy can derive pleasure from watching his loved one receive pleasure is, is, a, is a, a thing that's not entirely appreciated by most men in vanilla love. So when we started out our adventure in the lifestyle, it wasn't something that I thought I was going to look forward to. When Call a spade a spade. When we got into the lifestyle, I was more... Uh, fascinated with being able to be with other women. However, um, the more I experienced her with other guys, the more that affinity to seeing that grew. So it's I can kind of relate to, to what Mr. Valencia is saying. There's a, a certain chord that gets struck when you see the person that you love receiving pleasure and there's no um, there's no expectations from it. It's just purely being in that moment deriving pleasure from seeing her 
being pleasured. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to, to, to explain to a, to a person that hasn't um, experienced, experienced it. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah, I, I hadn't anticipated that it would be something that would turn me on to the point that um, it's something that I, I look forward to, like sincerely look forward to when we do have the opportunity, <coughs> excuse me, or the occasion to be with a single guy or two guys or three guys. Seeing her pleasure is a huge turn on for me. I think James makes an important point. Of, is, sorry to interrupt. Sorry, I wasn't done there. I'm interrupting everyone. But I, I think James makes an important point about, um, you know, uh, uh, swinging in a lifestyle is, is, is a spectrum. Now, I'm pure stag, which means that I sort of slot in, in the, not on the spectrum, <laughs> in the spectrum um, with regards to, you know, not uh, playing with other couples and, and, and women and so on and so forth. But you can have, you can be a stag, but not a pure stag, and and also enjoy other genres of of, of lifestyle. So, um, you know, I think we do need, do need to make the distinction between sort of pure stag and and part-time stag who uh, who are still active in other um, lifestyle-type relationships Correct, with couples yeah. and single girls and, and so on. I think you should explain it to us. I've got two questions before we go into the explanation. I've got two questions. One is for, for Ms. Valen- Mrs. Valencia, and the other one is going to be for Mr. Valencia, right? Um, Holly, let's go with you. When, when we talk about terminologies, right? Okay, so we are going to get the precise description or def- definition of a stag in possibly during the episode, right? But what would be the female counterpart of a stag? What would that be defined as? And I, I, I would imagine it would be, I would imagine it would be a cuckold. No, no, cuck queen. Cuck queen is the correct terminology. So the female version of a stag would be a cuck queen, someone who enjoys their male partner enjoying other women. Um, that, that would be a cuck queen. Okay, I'll see um, somebody just uh, commented on the actual app. It says vixen. Um, Let's talk, uh, Sonia, let's talk about a vixen. Yeah. What is a vixen? Wait, wait, I think, wait, wait, I think, um, let Mr. Valencia talk through all of this because he actually wrote notes about all the different terminology, so I'll let him talk to it. Okay, but before well, we go, let, let's leave that. I'm gonna ask Mr. Valencia my question, then he can talk on both answers. Mr. Valencia, would you consider yourself non-monogamous or would you consider yourself personally, not your relationship, yourself personally? Monogamous. I'm most definitely monogamous, and I think that's what defines a a, a pure stag. Um, so that that that's a simple answer. And I, I think if I could just add to um, what what Holly said, there's there's a counterpart to a pure stag, which would be a hot wife. And there's there's a there's a similar um, a female equivalent of a stag, which would be a cut queen. But I think that's a that's a topic for another uh, for another for another for another day, but, um, but the counterpart, um, i.e. the partner to, to a stag would be, would be a hot wife, most definitely. A hot wife, okay. And, um, what vixen. I think so. I think one of the listeners, as, as Katie's pointed out, I, I think a vixen, you know, you get stag and vixen, stag and hot wife. Uh, I'm not sure what the strict definition difference between a, a vixen and a hot wife is, but I'm sure Google or ChatGPT will, will help out. I've, I, I just am what I am and I don't, you know, don't worry too much about labels. So hot wife, vixen, all the same to me. Maybe there is a subtle difference and maybe that would be interesting to get into one day. 
I think we need to do an episode on terminologies. Mr. Valencia, give us an idea on your general day. Um, let's call it a Wednesday. I mean, it's middle of the week. It's hump day. What would a typical Wednesday look like for you? Because you've got a wife that's very much in the public eye, right? I mean, she's got a hell of a lot of followers on Twitter, and she's very much public with her lifestyle. How does a general day during the week look for Mr. Valencia, the selfless day? What is a Twitter book? I mean, eggs. Gosh. Where's my drink? I need a waiter and I need a drink. Where's your technical director? Get him to bring you a drink. Technical director. I mean, we still don't have new earphones in the studio either. I'm firing a lot of them this evening. Let's hear from Mr. Valencia. Um. I'm 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 scared I'm going to be a bit boring here because you know I'm actually quite normal on a on a on on any given day you know I have my own my own career and my own profession um I do happen to uh share an office with uh with Holly so in in the sort of banal sense or mundane sense my Wednesday morning consists of of waking up and making a uh, two cups of coffee before we get out of bed and it has to be world-class coffee bean to cup and 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 all of that and then it's uh, generally exercise sometimes together sometimes separate but always coming together um on our separate exercise endeavors in the in the mountains on our small little in our small little village and uh, we try to be at our desks by by 10 o'clock i've i've got my my businesses um which are very much not lifestyle related and Holly gets on with uh, with her various social media um, businesses, uh, promoting her celebrities and so on and so forth, and also obviously promoting her promoting her own content. And uh, we're quite strict about our our, our workday. Um, it's difficult not to be, you know, aware sometimes of um, you know what what Holly is up to, especially with regards to arranging her hot wife encounters and so on and so forth. And I, you know, I don't, I don't particularly involve myself in that. I'm not, you know, setting up the meets or in fact, I try and I try my best to avoid them. If truth be told, um, so I'm not actively involved. I, you know, I sometimes man the hailing channels on swinging heaven or something like that. Uh, but I'm not actively involved in Holly's sex life in, you know, the, you know, the way that she, if she's planning a trip to Joburg and I can't make it, then, you know, I step back, I, I, I welcome the, the opportunity to get on with my work. So it's just very much a normal, a normal work day, you know, being a, being a stag is, is like being a, a, a you know, a, a, a mountain biker or, a, or anything really. You, it's just normal life with a little bit of kink that gets arranged for, for fun. Um, you know, I hope that's, that's not a bad way of, of, of putting it. And then in, in the evenings, we, we, we cook dinner, we, we feed our cats, and um, sometimes it's a bit of Netflix, and sometimes it's a, a couple of drip, drinks on the patio, sometimes it's a, a trip out to the pub. Um, so, gosh, that just sounds so boring. I, you're probably expecting something a way more. Basically, I've got a question, Mr. Basically, in other words, we don't do a lot on a Wednesday. I think weekends tend things uh, tend yeah, to get a, a bit more. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you need to talk about the weekends, rather. Yeah, Wednesday was a bad choice of day. So, also, Mr. Valencia, another question that I've got, right? And <laughs> this is possibly something that I really, really, really have always wondered about. When it comes to the actual men, 
Miss, uh, Mrs. Valencia play with, right? Do you have any credibility when it comes to the picking of them? I mean, I'm, we heard now that you don't really care to be in the meetings, but um, when it comes to like the kind of person or the kind of people that your wife ends up in the sack with, do you have any like input? I generally do, I would say. Um especially if we're traveling together, I, I always have the option to, to, to join a meet and greet. And, you know, especially if we, we're arranging um, one of her famous um, hot wife Zangbang parties. They're called Zangbang because you can't call them gangbang on, on OnlyFans. Um, you know, especially if, we, if, if we're setting out on a trip and, you know, I've, I've got a bit of business or a lot of business and, you know, Holly's um, playing up a storm in, in, in Joburg or Cape Town, then I tend, I do tend to get a bit more involved with, uh, you know, knowing who we or she is is meeting. Uh, but if if I'm very busy and I'm not really joining the events or, or, or her, you know, her endeavours, then I'm like, oh, you know, I'm too busy. Uh, you know, I, I know her taste. I know her. I trust her judgment. Um, I, I know exactly where she is um, most most of the time, with you know within a reasonable with with a reasonable degree of, of of certainty. And but you know occasionally I'm like you know actually I'm just too busy. Um, I, I trust your judgment. I'm sure whoever he is is nice. Just check in with me. Um, you know, explain to me where you are, what time you'll be checking in, and and you know mostly. I think there's there's only really a handful of occasions where where Holly has taken it um, to the bedroom without me actually meeting meeting a guy. So you know I would say eighty percent or or eighty five percent of the time um, I, I I I do meet the guy either before or afterwards, and it's very rarely um, that you know that there've been encounters with guys, I can probably count them on one hand, uh, encounters with guys that I haven't met at all. And normally that's come from quite a long uh, correspondence and I'll, you know, I'll get some details of, you know, and I'll, I'll get a feeling for it. Um, so, you know, one, get, one gets that sense of safety and security and, and Holly's very, very careful as well. Like she's, she's no fool. Um, she she can pick up on the vibes and you know as I said it's 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 very rare and it will never go well very seldom go um, straight from a meet and greet to the bedroom and I'll probably correct me if I'm wrong I'm not sure if that's ever you know, it did happen once I can remember it happened it once. has happened more than once oh dear okay my bad sorry I mean, somebody's getting a damn hiding this evening <laughs> no, no but you but you don't but you out of the country and out of comms or something <laughs> i was gonna say so there's been a few times where mr valencia's been out of the country or out of comms or whatever and i've gone and i've done a meet and greet and you know i've liked the person and i've explained all the requirements in terms of going home doing our testing because we always do home testing so um it's like i'm the nurse so you know i just do the the tests and no, no one's ever touched me without doing multiple STI um, um, tests, you know. So um, STI, sorry. I'm trying to correct myself because we did a show about this recently, and we're not supposed to say one of the one of the <laughs> one of the terminologies. So yeah, STIs. There, we always test for that. We always test for HIV. I've always got the tests on hand. So I've never ever done anything um, without being completely 100% comfortable with the person. Also, with the pre-comfort of knowing that my 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 husband would be comfortable with it, and that. 
in a situation like that, we normally take a couple of pictures and make it sexy and send it to him. So he becomes part of it, even if he's not there. Mr. Valencia, I've got a question. So 95% of the, of the males listening to this are scratching their heads, trying to understand the, the allure and the attraction of um, being in a non-monogamous environment where the pleasure is 100% derived in that relationship for the lady. So the guys are, are wondering what, what's in it for them. So my question to you is if you could speak us through an afternoon, if you know that Holly's going to be having a play date that evening with a guy or two guys or five guys, whatever the case may be, what goes through your mind while you're at work trying to get through a normal commercial day knowing that that's going to be happening or is happening in the background? Is there something that, that strikes a chord with you during the day and can you speak us through it? Or do you want to talk about Sudoku? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk about both. Wrong show, guys. Um, this is Lola's lessons. We don't Sudoku, yeah. No, it's relevant. He's going to tell you now why. I'll, I'll talk about both. Yeah, I think I good, think good question, James. Um, and, you know, just, just to reiterate, I always have the option to join, and I often do. In fact, I, I maybe even, even mostly do. And then it would, you know, then it would develop into an MFM, um, threesome or, or even a gangbang. And those are just a turn on in, in, in themselves. Uh, but if, if I'm not able to join or not, um, inclined to, to join, one of two things can happen. You can either be turned on by the idea, and it's, it's difficult to explain why why it is a is a turn on. I'm, you know, I'm literally going to have to recommend a book at, at, at the end um, because you know I, I couldn't really understand it myself as to why you get that kind of bittersweet turn on um, by you know the, the thought of your of, of your wife in, in bed with another man. Um, but you know, it, it just it just does happen, and uh, it, it it is a turn on. And like, there's this thing called the reclaim when you're together again, which is you know the sex is just so much the so is so much hotter. Uh, but you know, if you're in a work day, and you know there can be certain factors where you know it's not really working for you, and that you know you can be either having a bad day, you can be suffering from longer term stress, some kind of short term stress. You know, I remember an occasion recently where. Holly was in Joburg, it was during the World Cup, and I think the Springboks were playing France, and it was a terrible match, and they looked like, it always looked like they were going to lose it, and Holly was out meeting, and it could go to the bedroom, and I actually messaged her, and I said, you know what, I'm actually just not feeling it, because the box are three points behind, and we're about to get kicked out of the World Cup. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that could kind of pour a bucket of cold water on the whole thing. And also like a longer term separation, you know, uh, maybe another word for it is like slut fatigue where, you know, Holly's been out for, for, for a long time. It's like, you know, enough now. Wait, is that a thing? Slut fatigue. It is now. I made it up about 10 I mean, now, years. you should try it more, bitch. Debbie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go to you for down. a minute. Um, I want to. I hope that, I hope that was a good answer. That was a great answer. I think it, mm. there's a lot of information that the listeners can use and take home with them because eventually we're going to get to how this all relates to a sex topic and a sex positivity and how to, inter how to integrate this and use this as a lesson to enhance your intimate relationship. We'll get to that. But like the listeners just need to bear with us. There's a plan, right? But before we get to the plan and the end goal, Debbie, I want to go to you. 
So obviously you guys are in the lifestyle, we know this. I mean you've also got a huge Twitter following, right? But you aren't on Twitter or X, excuse me, Mr. Jones, before you correct me again. You aren't on X like um Miss Valencia would be, say for instance. Would you ever consider being a hot wife or going into the hot wife lifestyle? Do you think it's something that would pique your interest at all? If so, yes. If not, why? No. Um, for me, personally, so, so James and I are swingers. And we do everything together. Mm. Um, I mean, there has been part of times when, when James did stuff on his own. But for me, I prefer doing it with him. For me, the turn on is making eye contact with, with James. So whether we are with a girl, whether we are with a guy, whether we are with a couple, we always do everything in the same room. And, and lots of other swingers don't do it that way. But for me, it's always that connection between the two of us. Mm. And I love making eye contact whether I'm receiving pleasure, whether he's receiving pleasure, or whether we're both giving or receiving pleasure, that is my turn on. Mm. For, and, and, and for James, it's completely the opposite. <laughs> he, he would love it if I would just go out and meet guys and, you know, have a hot wife tonight. Tell him yeah. about it or phone him while it's happening or making a video and showing it to him afterwards. Mm. That is a fantasy for him. I've, I've, I've given her opportunities in all passes to do just that, but she's been on business trips. Um, and unfortunately, the stars just haven't aligned on those trips where um, Debbie's been able to find a guy or two guys to take back to her hotel room. It's um, a huge fantasy yeah. of mine, and I, I live in hope every <laughs> business trip that it's going to happen, but uh, yeah, too yeah. dated, hasn't it? So this, there's a reason for this question, right? And it's slowly beginning to take shape, right? Because that just shows that even within your intimate relationship, your kinks aren't necessarily 100% aligned. Yes, you guys are swingers. Yeah. And yes, you guys do everything together. But there's still fantasies outside of your intimate relationship. Yes. And oh, there's yeah. nothing wrong yeah. with that. Absolutely. At the end of the day, it's all about finding your kink. So your kink, Debbie, would, <laughs> is in essence, having that sharing your intimacy with whoever, but still having that intimate intimacy with your partner. Yes, absolutely. And when it comes to Mr. and Mrs. Valencia, they've got a different king. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's all about finding out what your vibe is, what works for you, what works for your relationship, what works for your dynamic, and what turns you the fuck on. If we, it also, work, we also then it don't like work. to put ourselves in a box. I mean, when, when we started our adventures in the lifestyle, there was a specific point. set of rules and likes and dislikes that we both agreed was our dynamic. This over is the, the years, law that we're doing yeah, this by. Over the, over the years, we've had experiences that have been amazing, that have opened and expanded our consciousness about what we find erotic and what we want to pursue as, a, as an adventure. And our dynamic as a couple in the lifestyle has, has grown and evolved and developed over the course of the last nine years. It's changed, I wouldn't say it changed 180 degrees, but it's it's evolved, it's yeah. encompassed a lot more facets that we didn't believe that it would when we set out on this on this adventure. Um, there's fantasies that I've I've shared with, with her where she's 
taken that into account and said, right, let's let's make that fantasy a reality. Um, I know Mr. Valencia is probably going to have uh, a few words to say about my uh, older lady fantasy. He knows about it. Yes, I've been. He's already he's already pressed me to ask that question. He's ready for it. He's ready for it. I've always had a huge thing also, for for older older women. He had to explain. He had to explain the acronym to me. Can I can I just share that? Like I felt so bad. Did he say gilf? Gilf. Yeah, I was like. Girlfriend, I like to fuck. He's like, no, grandma. I was like, what? Are we talking old lady baggy rooms? Yeah, well, the, the term is broad and the definition is very encompassing. But yeah, I've got a, I've got a fantasy of being with an older woman, um, older to the degree of yeah, you can, you can call her a gilf if you want to. Um, Grey saggy, no fronty. No, 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 no. I mean, is it about the blowjob? Be honest, Mr. James. <laughs> Sexy comes in all shapes, forms, sizes, ages, colours. That's so, so true, James. Good for you for saying that. That's again, the body the, positivity right there. James, the, the, the fun part about it is that uh, you, you need to do it while you can because uh, when, when you get to my age, the, the guilt fantasy is likely going to involve a younger woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around. <laughs> Mr. Valencia, I'd like to go to you, but to you, I want to find out from you. Do you think, okay, obviously from what you've told us already, you know, you and Miss Valencia have a very good, strong, solid, intimate relationship, right? And um, obviously you've shared that your lifestyle choices and your daily living choices have added to the success of your marriage, right? Do you think if this facet of your relationship were to be taken away for whatever reason, that you would still have uh, an amazing intimate relationship with Holly or would there be a little bit of a lack? Uh, what I'm trying to gauge is how much does this contribute to your arousal and to your, to your getting in the mood, your sex drive, your libido, how much does this actually add? I think we can... 100% live without it because we, you know, we 90, we 90% do with, uh, live without it. You know, when you ask me to describe my Wednesdays, you know, 99% <laughs> of my Wednesdays are, are, are normal. And it's, you know, it's, it's not an everyday thing. Um, it's, it's probably a 90, 10 thing, but you know, I, I think we have to face that the, that the 10% does, does contribute to the, to the other 90%. And, um, you know, we, we have a lot of sex and, and most of it is by ourselves, um, at home or if we're traveling to, together, you know, the, the, the hot wife experience, the hot wife and stag experience really is, is a rarity. Yes, it, it, it does kind of egg us on in, in the other 90%. Um, but there have been long periods where, you know, life has, has gotten in the way where, you know, I've traveled a lot or we've both traveled a lot or we've both been busy with, with, with other things. There was the whole of COVID where, you know, we were very disciplined and strict and, um, you know, it, it, it was just parked and it, it, it didn't affect us whatsoever. In fact, it was absolutely, it was fantastic in a way because you didn't, you know, because there are some frustrations with, with being in a stag and, and, and Vixen. Hot wife relationship, you know, we can we can get into the negatives and what the frustrations and what some of the hilarious parts are, which are also frustrations. But you know, I think that you know, COVID was it was a good example of just living a normal life and still having a 100% functional, intimate relationship and 100% um, 
positive sex life, you know, uh, even with the FKs in the house. Um, sorry, I could, uh, the FKs are... We, we, no, we, baby, we, don't say it. Okay, um, the, the, the kids in the house. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we love them. We, we, we love them a lot. But, you know, we suddenly went from... We, we went from having um, emptiness to fullness to emptiness and uh, no, nothing suffered. So I think the short answer, um, Lola, is that we, we don't need it. It's, it's the cherry on top, but we absolutely don't need it. And we've proved it time and time again that we can do without and do without and we often do. And I, I think that's that that's a healthy situation to be in. Look, I, I do like it though. I think it's absolutely prize that you mention having the kids in the home, right? Because a lot of our listeners are vanilla monogamous, normal neighborhood like listeners, right? And they're all just trying to add and enhance their relationship and trying to reconnect with their partners. And sometimes it is because the home dynamic just does just not allow for intimate moments. So having, you know, hearing from your perspective and what and the fact that kids do add to a decline or possibly when they leave the house an incline of your intimacy really helps. So we kind of need to go to break, but before we go to break, I'd like to say hello to a couple of our loyal listeners. I mean, we've got the likes of Medusa, Lola's favorite is Redhead. I mean, fire, baby. Thank you for joining us. We've got Devilish Diva. I mean, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to drop a little bombshell on you guys a little bit later. Don't go anyway. We've got Zane. I mean, Zane, do you miss an episode? You need to start like, gathering royalties here. We've got Stephen. We've got Mia. We've got Gwen Parker. And then obviously Big Red. Also, there's a question for Mr. James Spade. Mr. James Spade, I see there's a comment here on the app that says, I'm an older woman with a hand up. Does 53 count? Wait, don't answer that. I'm scared. I'm scared. Debbie like, gives me a hit with a double D over the head. 53 counts. 53 counts. Big Red, Red, get in touch. Big Red, get in touch. They're called Susan for fun. You can find them on the CIF. You can find them on SH. Listen, they're Lola's favorite couple for a reason, right? These guys are absolutely beautiful inside and out. And with that, guys, we're going to go to a short commercial break. Go and refill your drinks, lustfuls. Go and have a little bit of a wee. Empty those bladders. Get back onto the couch or get back onto your bed. I hope you guys are getting naked afterwards because we're going to be talking a little bit more to Mr. Valencia and to some for fun with regards to the stag life. What about jealousy? Give us some stats. How common is a stag in today's common culture? Is it something you get just around every corner? Can your neighbors be in the lifestyle or not? And why have we decided to have lifestyle episode at the end of a sex positivity podcast? All that and more when we come back.
Are you interested in warming things up in the bedroom? Kinky candles, blended wax play candles. Our candles are carefully designed and fragranced with an aphrodisiac to ensure your pleasure is taken to new temperatures. To get started with a drip, drop, splat or pour, give us a call. 079-461-6001 That's Kinky Candles on Sometimes we're looking for the more, but we just don't know what the more is. 
and then we come to play with me. Three words like me, play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with, intimacy, connection, relationships, and finally me. It starts with self and that is something that play with me stands for. Play with me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things. One complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch. Views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. Posts, pages, and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions, and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised.
Non-monogamous lifestyle facets. It's a part of being non-monogamous, sharing your spouse, sharing yourself, sharing your intimate relationship, and that's what we're discussing this evening on Lola's Lessons, Season Two Finale. It's episode eight. It's the last episode in season two. And a bit later in the show, we'll be discussing the new season, season three, airing in January. But before we get to all of the exciting news and exciting bombshells that Lola's going to be dropping on everybody this evening, let's go ahead and mention the endorsement site. Lola's favorite friends at the COF. The COF is a lifestyle-orientated community, and we include everybody and everything within the COF. Come along, come learn, come explore, come share. Come be a part of something spectacular. We host events in every single facet. I mean, everything from lifestyle to BDSM or even all of you vanilla folk, right? I mean, don't think it's too vanilla for um, the people at the CIF. It's all about exploring your fantasies and exploring your lifestyles. The only shame we shame is shaming itself. The CIF is also um, hosting like a little charitable event they have a raffle that they're busy um, getting people to buy into. So here's what's up for grabs in this hamper uh, from Casey Kink, a G-Spot masturbator. It's a massage sex toy from Lola's Lessons episode featured in Season 3 from Kinky Candles, Sensual Wax Play Candles. For those of you that don't know what to do with these Sensual Wax Play Candles, um, just listen to Lola's Lessons uh, advertisements and you'll hear all the contact details for Kinky Candles within the advertisement. Two sponsored tickets to a rope workshop, and that's sponsored by Kinky Bunny. Um, then also uh, from the pink cookie sores vouchers for some freshly baked cookies. A bunny or kitten mask of your choice that's beautifully, like, really, really, really hand, um, like, in, what is it? Bedazzled, hand bedazzled. That's the word I'm looking for. A beautiful package of two lengths of rope with a bullet vibrator and designer perfume, and that's from Lola's gorgeous blonde bombshell friend, Miss Carmen Ellie at Play With Me, as well as a precision genital flogger and a set of flogging uh, finger floggers. The value of this whole hamper is upwards of 7,000 Rand. Guys, if you don't buy a damn ticket, you can't win all of these yummy goodies, right? You can buy a ticket by contacting 073-239-8745. That is 073-239-8745. Go buy, you guys, go buy yourselves a raffle ticket and um, go like have an opportunity to win something spectacular. Also, I mean, Lila is accepted gifts and it's almost Christmas. I'll give you guys my address if you really want. If you win, can you share with me? Deal. It's a deal. Okay, perfect. 
Because uh, I can't, I don't think I can enter. Can I enter? I don't know if I'm allowed to enter. <laughs> I can enter. I, you know, I'm sure I can enter. <laughs> so let's get you to enter, but then you have to share with Lola. It's a deal, babe. 100%. Oh. I'm on board. I, I would love, love to know how you're going to share that sex story. <laughs> I mean... I'm, I'm, we'll figure I'll, it out. <laughs> I'll use it. I'll use it. We'll have, have it after. <laughs> we'll make custody. Remember, Miss um, Carmen Ellie sells sex toy cleaners as well. You just like spray that shit exactly. down with disinfectant, and you're good to go, honey. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make it work. Stuff. Be a little yeah. bit but it's fine. I travel. I travel to your city often, every like six weeks. So listen, I'm there. Listen. Don't worry. Fast Korea is like twenty four hours, forty eight hours. If you're exactly. in <laughs> we can make. Where there's a roll, there's a way. <laughs> where there's a roll, exactly. there's a way. <laughs> I told you, but the one, the one that intrigues me is, is it was mentioned earlier. It's the precision genital flog. I want to know if it's got a telescopic sight on it. Listen, <laughs> this is the science. This is the scientist in him. Nobody's flogging my genitals. I'm sorry. Thank you for coming. Goodbye. There's it's, the door. It's a, cat of, it's a cat of nine tails fitted with a telescopic sight. Optic sponge. <laughs> Guys, we're going off topic here. Wait, hold on. Listen, Mr. Valencia, we want you to tell us, like, you've, I know that you prepared for this um, podcast, so why don't you just talk us through a little bit of your preparation, the various terminology, um, and, 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 you know, just basically talk us through what you prepared. Yeah, I, I wrote my autobiography in, in, in 20 minutes <laughs> before the show. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, I feel on the spot now because uh, I, I was actually, I, I was enjoying being um, prompted, but, uh, you know, it's just amazing. You, you get an opportunity and then suddenly all of these, these, these thoughts come to you. But now, now that James's girl fantasy is out of the way, um, I'll cross that one out. We can get on to the- <laughs> we can get more I've got an serious image stuff. in my mind and I can't like escape that. Gosh, okay. <laughs> I'd really like to hear more about you, Mr. Valencia. But you know, a, a lot of a lot of it, you know, I, I I promise I won't talk for long. But you know, James touched on you know the fact that they they occupy a, a wider spectrum um, in, in in the swinging lifestyle, and uh, you know, one of the things I wrote down is how does it start for people and you know how did it start for me uh, personally and you know i think that everybody has their own their own route into stagdom if you not dom um stagdom if if you like and you know my my journey was sort of through the the, the broader swinging spectrum where you know it was sort of conventional couples with with couples and you know, my experience of that was there's, there's always a, a little, there's always one weak link. There has to be sort of chemistry four ways and there's, there's always at least one weak link. So, you know, uh, lifestyle relationships with between couples kind of do, you know, it becomes couple fatigue after, after a while. So then you try something else, you, you know, it's like, Oh no, I don't want to see those guys, you know, but you know, by all means, you know, see, see them by yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll spend the night playing Sudoku or something like that. That'll be that'll be. That's with, there's that's a story. Fun. There's a story with a Sudoku. I want to hear the story. It's coming. Story. It's coming. It's coming. You know, and 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 then it's like, well, you know, why, why don't you just see them alone? And then you you get into the whole playing alone thing. And 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 James also mentioned that they've 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 dabbled in a bit of that. And you know, then some of the stuff that you do alone, you know, becomes a bit of a turn on. And you know, I I, I became a a a bull to, <laughs> to to another couple. 
and um, that was, you know, that was being on the on the opposite side of the spectrum, um, while still kind of uh, dabbling in playing with playing with couples. Um, but eventually, I found that, you know, I kind of been there and done that, and you know, as as much as I I wasn't all over the place, and you know, my body count wasn't excessively high, and you know, I've I've, I've maintained a very positive and friendly relationship. And I'm still in contact with probably 90% of the, the wonderful, wonderful, um, ladies that I've been fortunate enough to be, to be intimate with. Um, but I just found that I didn't have the, the, the bandwidth anymore to kind of do the, um, I'm going to use the word spading, you know, knowing that, uh, knowing what James's surname is, he's, he's James. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the opposite of that. I'm like the laziest spader in the world now. And, uh, you know, that, that's why I kind it's of. It's because you have me, baby. Well, exactly. Yes, because I have a gorgeous hot wife fixing, um, for a wife. She's like a kamatsu, um, but she's a huge spader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for me, it, it, that, that was the way that, that, that was my journey. I, I guess to some extent was also influenced by, uh, you know, when you, when you're a young teenager, uh, uh, young adult, you, you get exposed to different types of, you know, at my age, it was very grainy VHS porn. And, and, you know, some of that was kind of MFM porn. And I thought, Oh, I really like that. And, um, you know, a lot of that was sort of shot in countries where they don't even put a label on it. And that was quite interesting to me. So for me, it was kind of normalized by the fact that, you know, this, this wasn't necessarily scripted. Um, it was, it was just the way they do things. You know, I would, I would doubt that, you know, countries like Sweden or Norway, Denmark, um, uh, don't watch German porn. It's terrible. But it's, you know, I, I, I would be surprised if there's even a label on a stag and hot wife relationship in, in much the same way as the, the younger generation of, the younger generation of today are also challenging the norms of society because they, you know, they put less emphasis on labels. They're more fluid in their relationship dynamics. They have, they're more open in their communication. They, 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 they're more exposed to the internet. And I think it's especially valuable for, for women to have the power to insert, to assert themselves more and to push back on misogyny and, and norms and define their own sexual relationships. And I think it's becoming increasingly prevalent amongst younger people, um, to, to live a stag and hot wife or more fluid and, um, consensual non-monogamous relationship. Without even needing to put a label on it, like we are doing to, like we are doing today. So, you know, so those were, those were some of the things that I jotted down. I was also quite interested to know, you know, if, if we're, if one were to look at the hot wife and stag demographics across the world, you know, where would you, where would they be more prevalent per capita and so on? And, you know, I think the obvious answer to that is it's definitely a more Western society. Uh, phenomenon, um, you know, you, you just have to go on, um, X, formerly Twitter, and, you know, just, just search on hashtag hotwife and, you know, North America. It's, it's just an absolutely massive thing, even in the more conservative states of, of America. Um, less, less, it's less of a thing in, in, in Europe. Um, it, it tends to be less of a label in, in Europe, but it's a massive phenomenon in, in the states. Um, but again, you know, I think in, in, in countries and societies and regions of the world where there's a high degree of, of, you know, shall we call it machismo? Um, you know, I don't think 
macho machismo and you know having a hot wife goes well together so you know it's difficult to you know imagine a sort of a mexican cartel operator with a you know a glock um 45 um also having a hot wife you know that's just not going to happen so i think there are there are parts of parts of the world where it is more uh more prevalent than than others and uh you know i think um what what's what's important for for me and i think this comes comes back to the sex education angle uh lola is you know what makes it work for us um you know we we have as i've said i always have the option to join i i often do sometimes don't depending on circumstances communication is 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 very important uh, we have an open phone policy uh but that's just like in theory really like you know even forbid um i you know if you if you if you pick up Holly's phone and you go into a gallery it's you know it's most like we had we had like opening the chest freezer at the at the bourgeois section of the of, of the butcher you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't go onto a phone, but you know, every now and then, you know, who you're chatting to, you know, what, what's going on, who you're meeting up with, or who, who are we meeting up with? Um, so, you know, I, I think an open phone policy is 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 a key part of being a being a stable and and happy stag and hot wife um, hot wife couple. You know, there are a few turnoffs. You know, every now and then you get you get irritated. One of my pet peeves is is the guys who who claim to want to engage with a couple or or that kind of thing. But you you, you can really tell that they kind of they they're holding out for one on one. And you know, because I have the option, always to have the option to join. Um, I I, I often get irritated by that. Um, you know, but they they pretend to be they pretend to be otherwise. Uh, you know, the negatives of it are. You know, needy guys, guys getting sort of jealous or or attached if if Holly's or if they want exclusivity and 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 Holly's not prepared to to grant it. She probably, you know, uh, I, th- I think she's had one or two guys that she's you know she's really latched onto and and really wanted to treasure that and and cherish that. And there, you know, there's been times where there's there's been a, a stable one or two um, partners, but those always seem to have a kind of finite time frame. And you know, we found. Uh, Sort of six months is is the limit. Life gets in the way. People emigrate. Um, they get they get into new relationships. They, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. But there's a lot of laughs along the way. Um, you know, because you 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 have to sort of grind through about a you know a hundred meet and greets uh, for for one of them um, on average out of every hundred to, to to come to fruition in terms of a of, of an actual of an actual hookup. And uh, you know you're exposed to the to the, and, and I'm sure this is the same for for James and Debbie as well. Actually, bane, bane scrap- of our existence. Yeah, but you've you've actually just got to you just you need to start a scrapbook like we've done. We actually screen grab the hilarious excuses, you know, phones falling into swimming swimming pools an hour before a meeting. Granny meeting. got hijacked. Phone, <laughs> granny got hijacked. Yeah, the phone is stolen. Listen, Granny's coming up way too often this evening. Wait, <laughs> the factory Sorry, I'm back to House, house burning down, and then the these guys, yeah, these these guys jerk. We even got a. We, uh, there was a guy on our way to to a meeting with Holly the one time, and he sent her a he, he sent her a photograph about ten minutes before uh, of a flat tire. He says no, he's got he's got a flat tire. 
But the problem was it was in Joburg and it was absolutely pouring with rain. But this particular picture of his flat tire, which was supposedly <laughs> 10 minutes away, was, was absolute Shame. howling sunshine. You've got to give him uh, <laughs> five points for trying that. My yeah. favourite. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you see, you see right, you see right through it. And then you get the guys who, who like the, the, the goldfish in the, in the fishbowl with the model castle. And that, you know, they, they, they message you on the site and they say, Oh, I love your profile. You know, you're really great. And, you know, Holly will look at it and say, I don't think the chemistry is really going to be there. And then two weeks later, Oh, I love your profile. You know, I think we'd be a good match. You know, it's the, it's the goldfish that swam around the bowl, saw the castle and said, Ooh, a castle. And then went round again and then saw the castle again. But you've also got to realize that they tried that line with everybody. I think the, the definition for them is they, they put as many lines in the water as they can and hope that they will at least catch one fish for every 50 lines that they throw in the water. And I think that's yeah. the experience that we've had. Let me just tell yeah, you, they're, Ross, playing, they're playing the numbers, literally. They're playing the numbers, literally. On your, uh, mention, on your mention of um, the, the flat tire, right, in, in all honesty, right, and this is something personal about Lola, last weekend Lola had an appearance at Bob's Extra, oh, at Bob's UN function. Myself and Devilish Diva climbed in the car and we like, were driving on the highway and we really got a damn flat tire. I was late for my appearance. That wasn't a bullshit excuse. So sometimes it does happen, guys. Sometimes there is but, just a damn flat tire. But, girl, that's different to when it's pissing with rain outside and you send a picture on Howling Sunshine and you've got a flat tire. You know uh, the person's lying. Of, of course, yes. Of, I didn't send pictures. I just find them. My point is the flat tire excuse isn't just old yet, right? So we can still use it if it's legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's legit. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Manisha. Manisha, I, I want to find out more about whether you ever get anxious having, you know, having your wife shared and like having her gallery so full and having her phone and like fully open to. Any other facets of males, right? And what do you do with a with a jealousy? I also want to find out from from Tuesday well, how they deal with a jealousy because this is something valid and relevant to the lifestyle and Definitely. to sharing your partner. So, Mr. Vanessa, how did you get to a point where you can actually say, um, "I'm I'm comfort, comfortable, confident, and secure within my intimate relationship that I don't get like frightened or anxious or." scared about possibly losing my wife well I, I I think you said it you said it Lola you know you have to be comfortable and 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 secure and if if you're not because there's always there's always going to be a guy out there with a uh, with a bigger dick and a bigger wallet and a, and a nicer car and better looks and not bigger than yours sorry love we've seen your car yeah. oh, no sorry there's only a few it's not happening. we've seen your car <laughs> Lola hasn't seen and, his car <laughs> And, and and maybe even a guy without uh, bad intents and and you know really a really nice guy and and and, and things happen and that's why you've got to be absolutely a hundred percent secure with yourself and your own relationship and know that if it happens well it's it's not on me and you know you've got to trust you, you it's not about trusting the the other guy it's it's about trusting Holly and you know I trust Good her hundred percent. And I know that she 100% values our our relationship, and I know what our ANC looks like. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 
so sorry. I left the pool because nobody laughed. You didn't laugh super now. I'm sorry. Okay, wait, I'll shut up now. I'm going to refrain from commenting on this because that's a very controversial subject. No, it's not. My, he's going to benefit from my NG. That's why he's like, anyway, shut up. I'm shutting up. Yeah. No, but look, you've you just got to be a hundred percent secure. It's not, it, it's not for everyone. And you, you've got to be a hundred percent secure in your own, in your own relationship. Otherwise it's, it's not for you. And it's not to say that there haven't been pangs that, you know, especially in the early days. Um, you know, we were together for a couple of years before we, before we got married and, um, you know, in those days, we were still developing as a relationship and we were still involved in a hot wife and, and stag relationship. And, you know, I can think of one or two guys that did make me uncomfortable. And, um, you know, but that security and that, 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 that sense of valuing oneself and, and knowing that, you know, this is what we do. Um, these are these are our boundaries. And if we step out of those boundaries, it's, 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 it's not on, it's not necessarily on me. So we, you know, we both, we, I have to trust Holly, not the other person. And I do. Um, and that's, that's what makes it easy for, for us. But we meet, you know, so many other, um, you know, embryonic hot wife couples and, you know, guys that are on the journey and we don't judge them for having their, their speed bumps along the way because everybody has them. And it's not just within hot wife and stag relationships. It's across the entire spectrum exactly. of, of, of swinging, it, it won't only happen in a hot wife and stag relationship. But, I mean, even you know, in vanilla relationships, that's exactly what we're trying to combat. It happens on the daily, whether you're yeah. in the lifestyle or not. I think when, when you're dealing with humans, there's going to be a human emotion side of it that comes out. I mean, we've, we've met 150 amazing couples in the last year, and each one of those couples has intimated to us that in some way, shape or form to a, a lesser degree or in some cases to a larger degree, that there has been a, an element of, of jealousy that creeps in. And that green-eyed monster, I think, is prevalent in just about every single relationship, whether it's vanilla, whether it's um, ethical, non-monogamous. There, there is an element of, of um, that thought process that happens where you believe that there's a possessive right to, to um, that person. I want to add. I want to add something to this. I think... Um, when it comes down to jealousy and disagreeing on various topics, it's all about communication. If you don't yeah. communicate with your partner and say, I'm not comfortable with that, I am comfortable with that, if you're not going to have those conversations, you're not going to get anywhere. So my husband and I had the conversations before we even got married. We had the conversation about what do you want out of the lifestyle? What do you want out of the lifestyle? And for me, I said, you know, I'm never going to stop being with other girls and guys. And he said, oh, please, never do, never do. I want you to never stop. And he said, but please, God, don't make me be with another woman. I don't have the bandwidth. I <laughs> so, remember like, you telling you know, me this. One yeah, of our so like we, I remember. Yeah, so, so you know, we... We found each other and understood each other and each other's wants, and I'm never going to pressure him to do something. But if he said to me, you know, this is the one, I really want to be with that girl, I'd be like, okay, let's have a conversation about it. But we've not found that special person, if you want to call it that. Um, and I think the fact that we have this open communication and we're able to talk about every facet of our lives, whether it be the big, the small, whatever, we can talk about everything. And I think when it comes down to having a relationship, uh, whether it be a hot life stag, whether it be a swinger relationship, whether it be a vanilla relationship, 
it doesn't matter what your relationship is in terms of what you want to call it. What's important is that you have the comfort to talk to your partner. So we have we've experienced lots of people in the lifestyle even who have an open relationship in the lifestyle and yet they still cheat on each other. And for me, I think that's the most disgusting thing. If you have a if you have an open relationship with your partner, why are you still going behind your partner's back? So that's another like that's a conversation for a completely different day. But that's a thing that happens. Whereas I know with 100% certainty, and my husband, Mr. Valencia, knows with that 100% certainty that we are committed to each other. There is nothing I will ever do that he doesn't know about. Okay, maybe I'll tell him later, but he won't complain because <laughs> it's naughty and fun. But there's no there's no secrets between us. And I think once people realize that the safety net is to not have secrets, that's when your relationship actually expands to the point of extreme comfort. Um, Debbie, I want to go to you for a second. Cons considering you see yourself as a non-monogamous swinger, right, and you choose to share your intimate relationship and your partner, I mean your lifelong partner because you guys have been together for like over a decade, right? So, Debbie, would you say that you stop, if you weren't in the lifestyle at all, if you were to be a completely monogamous, straightforward vanilla, right, in every aspect, but you still enjoy your sex, would you think it would then have been harder or easier to trust within your partner, within your relationship? I, it's, it's difficult to say because I don't see myself as a jealous type. Um, even with previous relationships, I've, I've, I've never had that jealous streak. I, I, I trust people very easily. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't think that if James and I were not in the lifestyle that I would get jealous with him, you know, chatting with girls. I mean, obviously... Have you been deceived? Sorry, I have to ask. Sorry? Have you been deceived in your past? No. Mm. No, but uh, I, I also just want to add my my side to this. So we are swingers, and um, I, I know everybody's dynamic is different. But uh, James and I have one phone that we chat to other couples and single people on. I have the number, guys. Contact me later. <laughs> Thank me later. Um, Join us here if you guys can get it there. If you stole the number, please please share with us as well. Is this on the phone? Betting for James and Debbie. Betting for James and Debbie. Going on, going on. So we we sometimes also would chat to, let's say it's a single girl. So we would be chatting to a single girl and we'd be going really well and we'd get along well and we've met with her and we've we've had a few nice evenings with her and then you know, sometimes things change and then, you know, I, had to, I just get that little bit of a feeling that, you know, things are just not going... Kosher. Yeah, where, where, where I it's feel the, like she the, just expects a little bit more, uh, mm. you know, and then we have the conversation and then we just... Six cents, honey. Exactly. And, and you know what, as, as, soon as, as soon as you have that feeling that you're not comfortable with the people that you chat to or that you've met, 
just walk away because mm. there's plenty of other people that you can chat to and, and meet. 100%. So I think I think in my questions that are that are asked, I think the reason therefore is because I'm trying to to gauge whether vanillas would be more jealous than people in the lifestyle because there's hell of a lot of jealousy within the lifestyle as well. I mean everybody had some or other time within their life, within their relationship, come across a feeling of jealousy and a feeling of insecurity. And just there's a, there's a different kind of um, assurance and comfortability and confidence and security within the swinger facet um, as opposed to the vanilla. If I can weigh in there, I think... Okay, okay you go, then I'll go. <laughs> comes right for the... For the uh, the lifestylers is that they've had that open conversation in the beginning, um, either initiated by the by the, the wife or the husband that led them to get into the lifestyle. So they're used to having that awkward conversation where a lot of vanilla couples, um, the husbands still hide the fact that they enjoy porn or the wives still hide the fact that they use their sex toys very often. So that open dialogue hasn't ever been established. So with, with swingers, uh, a lot of them have had that awkward conversation at the outset and have that clear um, channel of communication where if something doesn't sit well on their conscience, they can they can table it, discuss it like adults, come to a resolution without there being ill feelings or um, any issues that plague the relationship as a result of having that conversation. So if there's a, um, a feeling, as Debbie put it, a feeling that just doesn't sit right with her, for her to come to me and say, look, I'm just not getting the vibe that I need to be getting from yeah. this person or this couple. Um, I take it seriously and I don't argue with it because it's never steered us wrong. Um, if anything, we've ignored it once or twice in the past to our detriment where it's, it's proven to have become a, an issue that we should have probably woken up a little bit earlier too. Um, I'm almost embarrassed to say that 99% of the time, it's her that has that, that feeling. Um, it's a woman's intuition. I mean, but it's, it, it is yeah. 100%. I let her yeah, own it. At our detriment, uh, I've tried to downplay it or say, you know what, let's, let's try again or let's give it another shot. And it's just never worked out. So because we've had that open conversation at the outset and because we've had that, that hard, heart to heart, uh, lay all your cards on the table, let your feelings go and, and just put your, put your, um, your pride in your pocket, we can have that open dialogue without knowing that there's any ulterior motives about the conversation. It's purely about the relationship. This discussion needs to happen or there could be a detriment yes. to the relationship and yeah. that's why we have it off. The relationship comes, comes first. first. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. So I think that's, that, that is what you have just said is 100% on point and I know that Mr. Valencia is going to weigh in here. Well, I, I was just going to say that, you know, James, um, if, if it was 150 couples, uh, you know, it's bound to happen once or twice. No judgment, of course. <laughs> of course. Are you calling him a... Never mind. I'll shut up. <laughs> a man I'm not charming I'm you. Man I'm in the same studio <laughs> that girls closed, guys. You're safe, Lola. You're safe, Lola. If you jump too late, we know the table's going to break. I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier, though, is that, you know, often, I mean, and that was that was my experience, is that, you know, there has to be four-way chemistry in a, with, with, two, with two couples, and more often than not, there's at least one 
we Hard think in terms mm. of, you know, not firing on all, all four cylinders. So it's, it, you know, it's, it, it's testimony to your guys' maturity, um, that, that you have been, uh, you know, very successful in, in, in that particular part of the, mm-hmm. of, of the spectrum. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I think that's, that, you know, that's, that's, that's really commendable. And, you know, it just, it just says that you guys have got your head, head screwed on, that it's the rarity for you guys. Whereas it was the, it was, it was the norm for me before I met Holly that, uh, you know, just it, most, most of the, most of the couples, um, the, the, you know, just it, there was a lifespan to it, and you know, the lifespan was generally two encounters before. It's like, oh no, rather just go and see them by yourself, kind of thing. Drama. So, yeah, you know, not necessarily drama. It just didn't have to be drama. It just had to be. It could be drama. You know, that's that's part of it, uh, but it didn't have to be drama. It would just be like, no, I'm just not feeling it. You know, um, or or I'm just mm. you know I'm just uncomfortable about the the really strong link between you know person A and you know A one and and B one. Um, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling it with uh, A2 and, you know, A2 and B2 are just not feeling it. And we not necessarily taking one for the team, but we're not getting, you know, as much enjoyment out of it. And We've been down that we as well. We're, we're so, yes, for, for, yes. for a long spell. We were striking out with a lot of couples also because of the four way synergies that were required to be able to, to initiate a play date. So we, we at that stage experimented a lot with singles and we still haven't been able to put our finger on it to explain it enough to ourselves, but we just seem to have a lot more success with unicorns than you'd ever did with single guys. And I think yeah. we we put ourselves out there, we put adverts out on, on X, we put when it was still called Twitter and we put adverts out on SH. We were on a couple of other platforms, a couple of other websites where we openly invited single guys to make contact with us uh, for the purposes of meeting up for threesomes for a MFM um, threesome. And the amount of, of legwork, behind the scenes, chatting, coffee dates that went, uh, you know, it surrounded the actual meetup. And for all of the effort that we went through, 15 meet and greets to have one play date, and that play date started two hours late because uh, the guy couldn't get away from whatever episode he happened to be at, or couldn't get away from work, or whatever the case may be. Very cool. We yeah. just we just we, realized we have a good that the amount of, that, of yeah, yeah we I was going to say we with single guys, it may as well have just been a couple, and I think we've soldiered on, and we've we've yeah we've hit our mark with couples. You know, I think I think you guys are guys more with unicorns. I think you guys are amazing because you've soldiered through. Um, we find that we have a better success rate with single guys than what we do with couples. We also find that um, unicorns are a, a good option as well um, for the first two meets, and then it gets complicated. But we find that no, when we, we let us go home. No, no, what I'm saying is like it lasts for like one session, two sessions. I know you are one session, two sessions, and then it becomes, I don't know, complicated in its own right. And that's fine. But, you know, each each relationship and each couple and each dynamic works to its own, you know, its own tune. And for us, the single guy thing works really well. And we really like hooking up with couples as well. Um, where it's all, 
Mr. Valencia doesn't touch another person. So Mr. Valencia is very much all in it for me. So it's all hands on Holly. Um, and But he does get involved. Like, don't think he's not going to drop a load in me. He does. So he's all he's all involved, but he's like, it's all hands on Holly. He's 100% pure stag. Sorry, I'll, I'll let you talk, Mr. <laughs> Well, no, I think, well, I was, I was going to say our, our, our latest successful meet and greet strategy is that we do group, group meet and greets because you, you have so many no-shows. And if you reserve a time slot for a specific yeah. individual and he doesn't show up, then that's a time slot you could have given hours. to somebody who was, yeah. Good There's point. A time slot you could have given to somebody more reliable. So these days, we just put it into our normal social calendar. So if we're tra traveling, if we're in one of the cities, and we say, right, we are going to be at this place between the hours of 1600 and 1800 and Las Vegas um, baby yeah, sorry and and you know x number of guys are invited and either you come or you don't because we're going to be there anyway and we don't lose anything by by the guys not being there and you know there's a we got to eat poor, anyway there's quite yeah there's quite a poor hit rate in terms of guys coming through but the guys who chicken out are the wrong type of people anyway, because they're not going to be happy at one of Holly's um, Zangbang parties. Um, so they're, they're not the kind of person who's going to be comfortable necessarily even in an MFM threesome. And they're probably not the kind of person who I'm going to want to Holly to be with alone. So you kind of filter out the, the you know, the, the wheat from the chaff uh, before the guys even arrive. And you don't waste your time because you're not, you're not dedicating a time slot. To a specific um, to a specific individual, so that's been our strategy of late, and it's 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 worked quite well because it's just our life. We live it. We're going to go out anyway. If you want to join us for a drink, you're welcome. And if you don't, well, we're going to be there anyway, and we're going to have a great time. Yeah, we've, we've adopted a, very, a strategy that's as a very, well. Sorry, where, sorry, um, go ahead. Where yeah, we we would set time aside to meet with single guys. Um, Debbie would spend time doing makeup and having a shower and getting herself primped and prepped and spend an hour and a half beforehand race home from work so that we could get to a, uh, get to a bar or a restaurant to meet for a drink only for the guy to message us 15 minutes after the, the, the date was supposed to have started to say that, um, his, you know, he was hijacked and sorry, he's at the police station, blah, blah, blah. Um, or to not, oh my gosh, that's such a common <laughs> story, guys. To not even show up at all and not and, message. Uh, yeah, and you the next day, say, again. sorry, something came up. So we've actually adopted a, a, a strategy now where we'll explain to the guys that, you know, we're not going to travel. Um, you need to come out to a, to a venue that's very convenient for us, which happens to be two minutes from our house. And when you get there, message us and then sit back that's and talk a, for a while. Yeah. We'll catch you there. Um, it seems to work. We haven't been disappointed. The one or two times where the guys haven't fetched, it's been fine. We haven't gone through the, the, the effort to, to get ready and, you know, spend two hours waiting for somebody that's a no-show. So, yeah, we've been through that as yeah. well. It's it's a sad indictment of the amount of um, – I'm sorry to say, but it's a sad indictment to the amount of single guys who are playing without consent – who aren't upfront about their situation. If a guy is upfront and says, look, I'm playing without consent, then we'll, we'll entertain the fact that he has limited amounts of time and we can work around that. But the guys just aren't upfront about it at the outset, um, come across as being single, um, and then, you know, flake out at the last minute because the fantasy is a lot more um, in tune and in line with what they really are about, which is the fantasy and not the, the fulfillment. 
The reality, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 sad, but it happens. And unfortunately, we understand and we accept that there's thousands of single guys that are absolute gems, and really, we know that they. Will I I can I can name world. I can name at least twenty of them. So we've we've been very blessed in at least I've been very blessed in my journey to I've got guys who have been my bulls for over 10, 12 years. So I've got people in my life that I've known for an extended period of time. So the new people that we meet, I mean, they really have to like stand out to be part of my life. And I honestly, I feel like I'm so blessed to have been, you know, gifted so many good guys along the way so i think you know everybody's journey is different and everybody has different expectations in terms of single guys Correct. and what they want yeah. and what you know what the, what their needs and desires are but for me i feel because i'm so strict and i don't want to call myself a bitch but like i'm so bitch front right up front i'm like this is how it is this is what i'm about this is who i am this is the test this is the contracts this is what you're going to have to like these are the hurdles you have to go through before you can even meet me and i think because i cross all of the i you know i tick off all of those boxes before anyone even gets to the meet and greet i think that's why i've been successful in terms of like i'm like i'm never going to have sex with anyone unless they have a contract signed with me saying it's consensual because you know i don't want to have drama down the line so that's kind of like i know that sounds very intense for our listeners but I'm in a consensual, non-monogamous relationship with my husband, and he he is a pure stag, and I just don't want us to have any drama come day ten, you know. So whether it be a man or a woman, everybody signs a contract, everyone gets tested, and everyone knows before they even meet me that that's part of the process, and that's why that I think that's why I've had a, the success rate that I have, and that's why I have people who've been in my life for 10, 12 years. I think they've been harping on like the males, you know, the males that are no shows and the males that are um, playing without consent. But I've just got a, a comment from one of our listeners. Stephen says, um, I think the no shows is a general problem in the lifestyle. Um, have been messing around, have been messed around, pardon me, by single women and couples so many times. And yes, this is true because look, the lifestyle is hard. I mean, um, Holly, you and Mr. Valencia can attest to it. Um, Debbie, you and James can attest to it. I mean, the lifestyle is hard. Being non-monogamous is hard. Being monogamous is hard. You've got to pick your hard. I mean, being in the lifestyle can be extremely erotic and extremely arousing. But, I mean, being vanilla and just sharing that with your partner can be extremely erotic and extremely arousing. You've got to find what turns you on. You've got to find what works for you. Everything is hard. Everything could be easy. It's all about finding the words. Just talk about it. Communication. 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 It all comes down at... Communication. It's all about communication. If you guys are not going to talk to each other, if you're not going to share your wants, your needs, your desires, your fantasies, you're not going to get there. Come and come it's come a tough conversation. Absolutely. Sorry? Come in the 
So he just okay. directly translated that in come in the cheese. If you break the word up into syllables, right? The syllables are gonna go kom and the kasi, kom and the kasi, kom and the kasi. So a kasi is Which means come in the castle. No, no come in the small cheese. Oh, okay, guys. Sorry, I'm. I'm not. I. I this Afrikaans thing is not my thing. I'm very English. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on from that. So, guys, this evening has been our last episode within Lila's lessons. We can't Seasons. end with that, babe. We need to like go on no, with something else because we no. cannot end with comedy casi. No, we're not ending just yet, but we've got uh, like twenty minutes. Saying. We've got twenty minutes left. I'm away. I'm dying to know what's <laughs> going to happen in 2024. I hope that's the next on your list. Um, yeah, it's coming because it's been it's a exciting. very phenomenal, phenomenal year for you. I'm a producer, apparently. You've had two phenomenal seasons and you've done so well. So we really want to oh, know. Oh, I love you, Lola. Oh, I couldn't have done it without people like you and Mrs. Valencia and obviously Mr. Valencia. Mr. Valencia, will you please come back next year, January? I mean, we can leave Mrs. Valencia at home if you want to. <laughs> he will never. <laughs> never. Listen, oh, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Don't you dare! <laughs> he loves me too much. It, it would be my it would be my honour to do a, a another appearance. Should you feel that I have something to contribute, I, I I do still hope I'm going to be able to give my book recommendation before the end of the show. I'm not saying now, but uh, <laughs> I've got to. Re- oh, not it's my very important. Shame, but uh, a book recommendation that that kind of addresses the you know the the hot wife and stag lifestyle amongst other things. But it doesn't have to be and now. And who's going to tell I'm you about my exciting news? Let's hear about Sorry, your exciting news, hot wife. Do you re- are you ready? Are you ready? It's very exciting. I'm sitting down. Are you ready? Should I? Okay, sit down. No, you need to sit down for this. Okay. I'm partnering up with a fully licensed specialist alcoholic beverage manufacturer called The Alchemist. And we're working towards producing manufacturing the Hot Wife ZA series of craft spirits, which will consist of specialized flavored liqueurs. Is there champagne? That's all I want to know. This is a real thing. Champagne. No, there's no... um, I'll get there. I thought you loved me. Shushu, listen. (laughs) Including specialized flavored liqueurs, including whiskey, brandy, lemon, cello, sweets and sour chili. Um, cherry and uh, orange cello, all handcrafted and distributed both nationally and internationally. Picture that, guys. Picture, picture, scene, picture, guys, picture that on the shelves. Picture that in your local pub. I can't um, begin to explain how excited I am. Everybody's like, going to have a hot in their hand. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. Everyone's I'm excited have for winter. A in their hand. I'm telling you, girl, you'll get the first bottle. Okay, Lola? If it's free, not champagne, I don't want it, hot wife. I want champagne. Okay, listen, babe. I will send shirt. you champers. You love I will, me? I'll send you the hot wife ZA champs. 
I mean, 2024 winter is going to be oh, a hot one, guys. It's going to be Lola, a hot one. Lola, why don't we do, why don't we do, wait, hold on, why don't we do Lola's liqueurs? No, 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 no. Listen, no, I, I really struggle to string a fucking sentence together. Now you want me to make liqueurs. No, I'm not saying make them. Other people make them. We just also not saying do them. The work. Just saying make them. <laughs> <laughs> we no. can have them made, and Lola's liqueurs can be on the shelves in liquor stores. Oh, I'm not talking about stores. Li- oh my gosh! You see, this is going in a direction. This is why I don't get involved in this debauchery, guys. Oh come on, guys! It's so exciting, man. This is the most exciting thing that's happened all week. We all okay, listen. Okay, we're gonna support you in your endeavors as long as you've got like Thank a right of champagne there. Listen, we okay, need it in reside and in white. Yes, the reside and in white, and not the bitter champagne. You want the sweet. Yes, you I want, want the sweets? Yes, correct. No fruit. Sweet child. No, no fruits. You obviously fruit. don't have a. You obviously don't have a sweetheart. Listen, I'm bitter enough. My soul's black enough. I need some light. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm 100 <laughs> on board. I understand. But back to Mr. We'll Valencia. Something that works for you. Back to Mr. Valencia. Um, Mr. Valencia, I'm actually 100 honest. I would absolutely love if you can actually come and join us on the one of the new shows that I'm going to be talking about in a minute. Um, in 2024, January 2024, we've created a whole show based around lifestyle and how to navigate it safely and successfully. Um, and I think somebody with your knowledge, obviously my friends, too simple fun, will be a regular appearances. I haven't asked them yet, but I know they'll say yes because they love me. So, Mr. Valencia, if you would make regular appearance, appearances as well, we could really, really use your insights and your experience and just the way you speak and the way you explain to our last for listeners, I think that can really benefit and learn something from you. You've got a lot of knowledge to share. Aww. I'm very much down for Horlicks twice a week with my bunny slippers and my pipe as opposed to just one. So yeah, I'm all, I'm all in for it and I'm flattered. <laughs> I love you so much. I'll supply the Horlicks, guys. I'll supply the Horlicks. It's expensive now, babe. It's I important. Know, anyway, I, move on. I, know, I love it. I've seen it's such a sad day. Also, it is a sad evening as well. I mean, let's get real for a minute. It's the last okay. episode. I hate. I've I'm done devastated. The last time I got smashed after like the last hearing, nearly fell into the pool. I mean, I can barely remember how I got home. That being said, my heart <laughs> is like slightly sore. I might just shed a tear. Luckily, I've got my friends to send yeah. So that means I can possibly oh, cry on Debbie's shoulder. Got a tissue for you. Thank you. Oh, Debbie, I love you so much, Debs. You have no idea. Such a kind heart. So this has been an extremely exciting year, an extremely exciting season, season two. We started trending within the second week. I mean, by week four, we were sitting at number nine of the top 100 international trending podcasts. That's in the fourth week, guys. I mean, we were downloaded in over 14 countries. Um, some of our top episodes were, um, our episode number five was our episode on sexual health. Um, our fourth most That was pop- huge, hey? Right. Our fourth most, that was popu- huge. fourth most popular episode was sexting the stimulating. Um, Mrs. Bella Bowles, my babe Bella Bowles. Also, Love her. Her episode from season one 
It's still the third most popular season. Um, third most popular episode out of the whole season. Then um, our third for season two was initiating, the intimidating initiating. Um, mm. Second most popular episode was libido and sex driving men. Why did I know that's an important one? I knew the world had to listen to how males libido because they don't want to talk Own about it. it. But Lola knows, honey. Lola knows. I just remember bananas and apples from that episode. Listen, I remember everything: bananas, <laughs> apples, nuts. I mean, chocolate. Also Grapes, chocolate, gr- grassy base. And it's the peel. You got to remember, it's the. It's the you got to remember. Peel. You have to eat the peel. <laughs> And our our top popular episode within season two of Lola's Lessons, Semester 2 was Diary of a Toy Store Owner. That's that gorgeous bombshell in four ways. Miss Carmen Ellie. Guys, if you go there, it's like, it'll blow your mind. You have to go there. If you haven't been there, just go there. Just do it. So, um, Debbie and James, are you guys going to be joining us again in season three? Absolutely. Right. We would love that. Thank you. So, Debbie, earlier you asked me about what's happening in 2024. Yes. Tell us. I mean, are you you wearing a hat? If you've got one on, hold on to it, honey, because I'm about to blow your hair away. Good. Here we go. Okay. So, what? firstly, let's talk about season three, because obviously we know Lila's not going to stop at season two. I love the sound of my voice just so much that I need to make a season three. Therefore, season three, what can you guys expect out of Lila's lessons? Not to give too much away, but some Lola Sutra, like a Karma Sutra. This is Lola Sutra, guys. It's much more lustful, right? On here. Here we go, and we're back. There's nobody here just yet. It's just me, myself, and I. And Debbie and James. And Debbie and James. Okay, and Holly, the hot wife, Valencia, is back in, in, on air. There we go. We end up doing this every time. I don't understand. We talk for too long. Second one, because we've got a lot of content to share. That's the thing. We've got a lot of content to share. I didn't know. We really need to figure out what the limit is so we can just have like a second call. Uh, The the limit is, um, it's uh, 90 hours. No, 120 hours. Two hours. Yeah. So, yeah. Guys, we've been talking for two hours. Correct. I mean, yes. That's how flippin' awesome our content is and how much we have to say. Like, a for away, like high five everyone, you guys rock. There we go. Okay, so back to season three. We said there's going to be some Lola Sutra, some erotica, some lust, some seduction, and a lot more. So season three will be airing. It's kicking off Friday the 19th of January. So I'm I mean, so ready. We're not giving ourselves a lot of a break, right? It's, I mean, it's a couple of weeks, and during these couple of weeks, we are going to be working the most because we need to put together an extravaganza for the loyal, lustful listeners, an educational yes, extravaganza. But that's not all. That's not all happening in January. So January, you guys are going to have the opportunity to listen to a positive sex educational show from a Wednesday right through to a Saturday. Yes, my honey. Yes, my lustful. Yes, my loyal listener. Wednesday evenings, 9 o'clock. Thursday evenings, 9 o'clock. Friday evenings, 9 o'clock. And Saturday evenings, 9 o'clock. I'm there. I'm there. I mean, why do you guys think you're helping me build the studio? 
And that's why I needed the home studio because I mean I'm going to be working a lot. So on a Wednesday, Wednesday the 17th of January at 9 p.m. Guys, you don't want to miss this one, right? It's a show. Lola's Lessons presents Kinky Classes. That's my favorite. I'm so excited about this one, guys. Literally so excited. This is a BDSM-based show, right? So we are going to teach our loyal, lustful listeners how to incorporate kink in your intimate relationship. Um, on a Thursday, I'm not going to say too much about the Thursday just yet because I need to keep some aces up my sleeve. Yet. No, come on, tell us something. So on a Thursday, 18, it's Thursday, 18th of January at 9 p.m. Tune in for a little colourful surprise, surprise show, right? Okay. Friday the 19th of January at 9pm. That is going to be Lola's Lesson Season 3. And then dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Saturday the 20th of January at 9pm. My old devilish diva swinger friend. I love her so much. Is getting back into con collaboration with Lola and we are going to be bringing... The Loyal Lustful Listeners, a lifestyle lectureship to listen to. Come and take notes. Come and learn something. Come and listen. Come and, and join us. And find yourself a new girlfriend. And who's finding who and you new girlfriend? Because, no, no, no. It's like a devilish guy is always looking for a boyfriend, right? Well, so boy, find yourself a new girlfriend. There we go. <laughs> and then, guys, before I end this evening's show, I'd like to thank all of the loyal listeners that have come back for the second half of the show. I mean, you guys are like Speedy Gonzalez. It was just, That's like, okay. just a minute and the whole room is full again. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, also, I'd like to take this a second and just say, Holly, thank you very much for your dedication and all of your efforts and all of your inputs throughout this season. It's really been invaluable, and I've really, really enjoyed our time spent together on air. Lola, you know I love you, and I would do anything for you, so you tell me where to be and what time, and I'm there. Like, I, I've really enjoyed the season. I've really enjoyed chatting. I've really enjoyed how much we've learned. And if it's not what we've learned, what we've been able to share with people, what they've learned, what they've been able to learn through us just having the conversation. So I really am 100% behind Lola, 100%. Lola, you're an inspiration to so many people. You are so incredible. You're so kind and you're so willing to give. And I would, I would not, do anything without Lola. Like Lola is just such an incredible person. And if you don't know Lola, get to know her because it's worth it. It's worth it. A hundred percent. She's an incredible human. And I'm so blessed and so grateful to have been part of this. And thank you so much, Lola. I know you're thanking me, but thank you for making this possible. You are an incredible human. Thank you so much. I mean, if the studio was any smaller, I would have just burst out of it from my ego growing like tenfold. Thank you. No, babe, you don't, you, don't even, you, you don't even understand how special you are. And I hope that one day you'll realize it because you're creating a path for people to understand what the lifestyle is. You're creating an opportunity for people to listen, to hear, to agree, disagree, for them to be able to take away from every experience or every conversation whatever resonates with them. So you are an incredible human and I bless you and I thank you for the opportunity to be part of your podcast and going forward 100% you know I've got your back girl
Thanks, Hal. Absolutely much. agree with that. Thank you, Lola. You've taught so many people lessons that they didn't even know that they needed to learn. Well, I couldn't so, have done it without people like you. I mean, the amounts of times I'm baby. texting you guys and asking for <laughs> like advice. Listen, there's a reason to simplify the like my favorite couples, right? Because there's like the amounts of times Lola like hits that phone of theirs up. Guys, I need help. Guys, I need advice. What do I do here? What do I say in this situation? That is so beautiful that you actually, I think it takes a lot of courage and a lot of, um, you know, dedication to be able to actually have those conversations. So Lola being vanilla, for you to be able to tap into this non-vanilla world and be able to like really push forward and ask the questions, not knowing what the answers might be and being astounded by what some of them could be, I think you have really created an environment where people feel safe and there's a space where people can talk and can, you know, engage with a different norm. And I'm just so, I'm so grateful for you having created the space and I'm so happy to be part of it. Well, I thank everybody that joined me throughout like the whole journey from day one, from season one all the way through to the final episode on season two. And um, listen, guys, last bombshell, I mean, you guys know Lola does nothing in small, plain, or vanilla. Love it. Love it. I go big or I go home. And that's not she, your home. No, don't go home. To my go home. home. <laughs> <laughs> Come January 2024, lustfuls, Lola has created the epiphany. Of seduction radio. Yeah, by Lola. Baby. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> Lola Live FM for the lustful listeners. Guys, keep an eye out on all of the social medias. Keep an eye out on the TikToks, the Facebooks, the X, the Twitters, the Instagram. Guys, I'm hey. going to be promoting this next level. So follow me as well because I will flip and promote the hell out of it this is i'm so excited for this so this is going to be the next level of lola's lessons so please guys like just make follow sure, make sure you guys have your notifications turned on for when lola posts an update because trust me guys you guys will never need another radio station in your life. I mean, seductive music. We're talking good shows. We're talking talk shows. We're talking education. And it is... We're talking being turned on. The epiphany of seduction radio. For the lustful listeners, lolalive.fm, coming to your radios and your computers, January 2024. And on that I'm so side, excited. Loyal, lustful listeners, thank you for joining us on yet another season. Thank you for listening. Thank you for learning. And thank you for being loyal to the cause. Remember to preach sex positivity, body positivity, and go and work on your damn intimate relationships. Because, guys, sex is yummy, sex is sweet, and sex is sexy. Fun. It's so much fun. Until next year, same time, same place. I can't wait. Love you. Bye. Bye, hot wife. Good night. Oh, my angel, I love you so much, and thank you for everything, and thank you for being so amazing. Bye, like, welcome. Bye, and thank you for having me. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> angel. Oh, Sean, thank, thank you, Mr. Angel. 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 Thank you, Mr.
warming things up in the bedroom. Kinky candles, blended wax clay candles. Our candles are carefully designed and fragranced with an aphrodisiac to ensure your pleasure is taken to new temperatures. To get started with a drip, drop, splat or pour, give us a call. 079-461-6001 That's Kinky Candles on 079-461-6001 Sometimes we're looking for the more but we just don't know what the more is. And then we come to play with me. Three words that mean play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with intimacy, connection, relationships, and finally me. It starts with self, and that is something that Play With Me stands for. Play With Me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things. One complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways. Or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. The posts, pages and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised.